Blog Talk Radio. Go With Angels is more than the title of Mary Brotherton's debut book. It's her wish for you and your loved ones. Join her on her podcast every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time as she talks about angels and messengers from the spirit world. Of course, she'll talk about her book and the inspiration behind it, too. Call 516-418-5651 after 11 on Friday mornings to share your stories about angelic encounters. Good morning, everybody. This is Mary Brotherton. It is 11 o'clock on September 8th, and I have a treat for you. I have two people. Actually, um, we should say that we have um, one Linda who's got two Marys because <laughs> I, have, I have with me Linda, who we, go, we call Ani Humphrey. She's the author of Cornfield Flyers of East Tennessee, and Mary Krause, who is an active volunteer with the Future Problem Solvers, they each have an angel named Andrew. So it's the the Mary, Mary, Linda, Andrew, and Andrew show. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about these two Andrews and see if we can figure out if it's one angel named Andrew who works with both of you, which is entirely possible, or if it's two separate angels named Andrew, I know that I have two angels named Michael that work with me, and they're different because there's this one Michael that I first met thousands of years ago, and he's got kind of a a youngish voice. He, he loves to laugh. Oh, my gosh. He loves fun stuff and joking and whatnot. But then the Archangel Michael also comes to visit me from time to time, and he's much, much more solemn and serious. Although he likes jokes too, but um, he's not quite like the younger Michael acting. And and I don't know that angels have ages per se, but um, so Mary, as as we call perp, because she loves purple, and she was, um, I'm going to tell our listeners, he... um, Mary was the inspiration behind a page, well, a lot of purple pages in the book, but the page called it was dedicated to children all over the world. But it's about people with disabilities. And it was just the cutest little poem that Linda wrote about being able to fly up and, and um, having no limitations on your imagination. So we call... Mary, perp, and Linda calls me GSS, so there's no confusion, and there's always confusion wherever I go, but that's okay. So, perp, I'm going to ask you, how long have you known your angel, Andrew? Well, Andrew first was told to me that uh, he existed. I had gone to a, a psychic with a friend of mine, uh, to an area that's called Casadega in Florida that is a, a community of psychics and spiritual people. And the person that I had gone to with my friend was named Mary Roth. And she had told me at the time that she saw three gentlemen standing around me. And that's the first that I had 
known that there was any kind of spiritual uh, beings that were surrounding me. And it wasn't until sometime later, this was back in the early 90s, uh, it wasn't until sometime later that I actually came across his name. Uh, unlike Ani, I think that probably I don't have uh, an audience association with him because I don't hear him talking. I have more impressions from him. Okay. Uh, do you want me to tell the story about how I got his name? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I was very interested in knowing what his name was and the name of the other two gentlemen that supposedly surrounded me. At first I thought it when she told me, when Mary told me that I had three men that were standing with me, I thought that it may have been my deceased relatives like my grandfather and my father and but she said no no it wasn't a relative it was actual other spiritual beings and I had decided that I wanted to know Andrew's name and I said okay one of you please let me know what your name is and I had done this right before I had gone to to bed and it was several nights in a row that I had asked for the name and it seems like they they best communicate with me through dreams through my dreams and I had a lot one of them night, do I, yes yes one night I had dreamt that I saw and I'm a retired teacher so I saw in a classroom setting uh, eight and a half by ten and a half piece of paper with very large block black letters all in capitals the name Andrew sitting on a desk and I thought okay maybe this when I woke up I thought maybe this was my answer to who the name was of my uh, person that I asked and it was interesting that at the time I had a student whose name was Andrew, and I thought, well, maybe, you know, I was getting some kind of signal or sign about him, but then I really didn't feel that that was the case. So I figured, okay, this is Andrew, and it was interesting that I didn't hear the name. I actually saw it written, you know, typed on a piece of paper on a school desk. So I was fascinated by that, but I took that to mean that one of my guys' names was Andrew. Now, the and what other that two, tells me is that because they knew you were a school teacher, they wanted to go reach out to you in something that was very familiar for you. Yes, I, I figured that to be the case, uh, and I've owned that. Truly, because I identify so much with being a teacher, and that was the best vehicle to show me a sign. Uh-huh. I, I totally agree with you on that. Now, the other two came about, the other two names came about in dreams somewhat later. Uh, I, I'm not sure about the time frame between these revelations 
but through another dream when I had asked for another name of one of them, uh, I heard in the dream, this time it wasn't a visual, it was an auditory one, it was, I am Frank. Now, it's interesting that I also had an uncle whose name was Frank, and but Mary had told me it wasn't a relative. So this was somebody that said, I am Frank, and it came out very clear and in a male voice that I really didn't recognize to be anyone that I knew. So I figured, okay, now I have Andrew and Frank. And I asked for the third one later on, and like I said, I, I'm really not sure, how much time elapsed between the times that I had asked for names, although I did notice that for the second name and the third name, the answer came much more quickly than the first one. It took a few times of asking to get Andrew, but right away I got I am Frank. Uh, the third one, when I asked for it, um, <laughs> this is the one that always makes me giggle because I didn't get a male voice. I got this little girl who seemed extremely annoyed that my third person was not responding. She said, well, his name is Thomas. <laughs> she said it so. <laughs> so he needed okay. a person. Yeah, Thomas is shy. <laughs> so and reluctant to actually say his name. So this little girl had to come through. Uh, and then, of course, that made me wonder, well, who's this little girl that I'm hearing? Now, this one took a little bit more time, too. And she finally, I finally heard her voice again in another dream uh, that said, Edith. Now, what's interesting about that? is that when I was 18 years old, my mother had a miscarriage. And she had always told me that had she had another girl, she was going to name her Edith Louise. Oh, my goodness. So I'm thinking that maybe Edith was indeed that miscarried entity that was still hanging around me. Oh, I, I wouldn't doubt that a bit. Now, Mary Ross, the psychic, did not mention that there was a little girl there. She talked about the three men. And what another interesting thing, uh, GSS, that I didn't get to tell you when we did speak about this, is, you know, my friend Carrie who is yes. a psychic of mine, when I had my first reading with her, she laughed and she said, who are all these men that, that are standing around me right now that want to be involved with this reading? Oh, wow. <laughs> and she did, she did come across, she did mention the name Andrew and Frank and Thomas and, uh, my father's name and several of the men who have been either uh, linked with me as a boyfriend or as a, a husband. Uh-huh. They, they were all there with her. 
and she named them. And I, the only one she knew about for sure was my deceased husband, Danny. And so she talks to Danny all the time. But uh, all the other ones, she named them, and she had them right. Wow. It's, it's so. interesting that you mentioned Carrie because I was going to play something um, as a little in-between you and Ani talking. But I'm not going to right now because we actually have a caller on the line. And I'll get to you in a little bit, caller. I want Linda to first tell us about her angel named Andrew. Well, my story is so much less impressive than than uh, Mary's and Perp's, uh, but mine is kind of cute and fun. So, and it's it's got a different plan on. It's got more of the um, uh, the spiritual side of angels, maybe. Um, anyway, I, for maybe 30, 40 years now, Andrew, well, 30 years at least, because I'm thinking, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you where I got the name. Uh, as a young girl, I was always interested when I would go to church. Uh, I, I was the only one that went in my family. And I was always interested when I'd hear a, story, uh, a scripture about angels. And my favorite, I've got three, three favorite scriptures in the Bible, but my very favorite one is in Matthew where it talks about how they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. I think everybody, I think that's the one that most people know. Uh, to keep you from striking your foot. Well, uh-huh. I wondered where Andrew. Was. I wondered where Andrew was when I broke my ankle six weeks ago. But anyway, um, <laughs> that's my that's my favorite. And I got he he got the. I've always known I've had at least one angel around me. Uh, and our our Catholic friends believe that when you're born, one angel is assigned to you specifically for your entire mortal life. And when you pass on, they're not exactly sure if if that angel goes with you or if another one takes you from the other side or whatever. But I think it's interesting that they they do believe that we are assigned one angel. Well, I always felt like I had one main angel, uh, but also several others, like Mary had said. And I I never called him by name. I, I didn't know. I don't number. <laughs> FYI, just just my own personal opinion here. I don't think it matters unless, like Mary, got specific names. I don't think it matters unless it is your uncle George who has come back from the dead to to help you, or Aunt Mary, or Aunt Sally, or whatever. Uh, you can name them anything you want to name them. So there, exactly unless they're right. specific, unless they're specifically named for you. Uh, I mean, even in the Bible, there's only three angels who ever are mentioned by name. That was Gabriel, Michael, and Lucifer, and we all know what happened to him. But he was an angel indeed. But with me, I, you remember the show on TV, um, Touched by an Angel? Yeah. Yes. Everybody remembers that show. It was just so popular and so wonderful. Well, I fell in love with the death angel. <laughs> do, you, do you remember his name? Andrew. It, it was Andrew. Andrew, mm-hmm. the death angel, and he was so, oh, my gosh, that man just, I, I could have just grabbed him and ran away with him. Anyway, when that show was so popular and ran for so many years, I decided, I don't know, one night watching the show, I said, you know what, 
I've just named my angel. My angel is now Andrew. And, I, you know, it just fits so perfectly. So that was probably 30 years ago when the show was first real, real popular, maybe 25, I don't know. Uh, but I've had Andrew with me a lot longer. But that's my that's my non-impressive but funny kind of story about how I got Andrew. Now, I know he's real, and I know he's with me every single day. Even my family now, if I'm troubled or if something comes up and I'm in a dilemma or whatever, I don't know, they'll say, well, Ani, have you asked Andrew about that? And they are so funny because now I even have, like, my grandson, he he uh, messaged me and he said, you know, Ani, I was having a lot of trouble one day finding a parking spot, and I was kind of in a hurry, and he said, I know it sounds silly, and I know people do this all the time. But he said, I said, okay, Andrew, you know, I'm sure it would be fine for, for Monty if you would just help me out here. And he said, instantly, I got that parking spot. Well, I you know, love that. Well, he does that with me all the time. And I, I just want to say that I don't even think it, it was so much that uh, so much that he gives me the spot as it is that I know he hears me when I ask. And that's exactly. the main thing for me. Yeah, that's the main thing. All I have to do is say, Andrew, I need you on this one. And I'm telling you, and I mean this with all my heart, and I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not exaggerating. Andrew fulfills my, my wishes all the time. Uh, and as long as it's good for me and won't harm me, he would never do that. But I mean, I can ask him for anything. One day I had lost something, and I said, my goodness, it's so important that I find this thing. I said, it's not, you know, some silly request, but, Andrew, I really need you to help me here. And I'm not kidding. If I do that, usually it's within 10 minutes that I have found the object. I think we have not because we ask not, and I think our angels would be right there to put their arms around us, just like I read you out of the scripture there. More than we know if we would just ask. And I know we all have at least at least one assigned angel. I really do believe that, but I believe we have a lot more around us, like Mary said. And that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Well, I can tell you that I've had several psychics tell me that at any given time they've seen forty, fifty, even more angels around me. I know the names of, of and I always ask them, and they tell me what names they want me to call them by. And some of them are mm. just common names, like Andrew. I mean, I've got Jonathan, Michael, Alexander, and Harriet. But then I've got Raphael mm-hmm. and Uriel and Ariel. They're the archangels, and, and they're around for a lot of different people at different times. Um, but it just, uh, Mary, if, huh? it's, if it's okay, I want to I add something real quick that will take me about sure. maybe a minute. Sure. When my daughter, when my daughter was serving as a missionary down in Brazil, uh, she knew another couple of women missionaries who had gone into a home to uh, teach and talk to this one man, and they visited him often. And uh, one day, while they were there, the Brazilian police came and entered the, the house, and they looked at the women and they said, "Are you okay?" And they said, "Well, certainly. Why wouldn't we be?" And they said, well, you do not know who this man is. Uh, You're very fortunate because we came to arrest this man for murder. And they had been trying to find him. And 
and get to him. And when they found him in this house with these two women, and they asked the man, they said, we don't understand. You know, you've got such a, a list of things here that you've done in your life. You've been totally evil or whatever. And they said, why, how is it that you didn't harm these women? And he said, how could I harm them? He said, there were always two men in white standing behind them every time they came. Wow. So as my daughter told me that story, I really felt, I felt it. So they didn't, apparently didn't even know those angels were there, but they were. So that was, that's that, a great story. That happens a lot. Um, the angels are hiding, they're not, they're hiding from us, not necessarily on purpose, but they're invisible to us, but they're visible to the people that need to see them. They need to see them. That's right. Yeah, I agree. And I, I've had, I've had situations like that in my life, which is, why I wrote my first book that I wrote. Um, in fact, I think I'm going to take a minute and let Carrie Stanley tell you about that. And then if it's okay with the two of you, I want to see who our callers are. Oh, please. Please do. Okay. Hold on one second. Let me let's see what Hello, Carrie has to say. beautiful lady. I've been meaning to find five minutes to reach out to you to thank you from the bottom of my heart and Mary Krause, who I call the Countess, for the two beautiful books. I'm dying to get in and really dig into your first book. My surgery's on hold right now, because we know how finances go. Um, but I wanted to let you know, I would like to buy one of the children's books. One of my dear, dear friends uh, lost her husband Saturday. He was only 33 years old. The cancer, he found out three weeks ago he had cancer and he's gone. And your book came the same day. And I said, okay, this is not a coincidence whatsoever. And she has, uh, her oldest son is two, her youngest son is one. I did send her a couple of pictures um, of your book. And I said, Stephanie, I'd really love to, to purchase one of these books for you. So let me know how I can purchase it. And if I could have you sign it, and I'll just tell you what their names are to write in the book. It is such a beautiful beautiful children's book and it's um no coincidence my granddaughters were here too and when my youngest one was reading through it she's five she goes Gigi that's all the stuff you tell us all the time and that's what you tell your clients and I said I know because our angels are always there our angels that were not human that were here like Uncle Bri Bri so I would love to know how to purchase this book. Let me know. I'll give you Stephanie's address. Um, she needs all the help she can get. And I know this book will definitely, I'm not giving her mine. I'm like, nope, Mrs. Krause bought that for me, the Countess. So I'm keeping that one to pass down to great-grandchildren at some point. But I would love to be able to purchase another one. I hope you're doing awesome. And I cannot wait to meet you someday. I told Mary, I'm like, oh, my God, I just love this lady. Just let me know where I have to go to purchase it. And I didn't know you were affiliated with Island Breeze. I love my girl over there who's also an angel mama. Her and I got very close a few years ago, and she's doing so well, and I just absolutely adore her. I hope you're doing well. Well, that's the end of that. Um, I always love to hear her voice. It just uplifts me and reminds me that what I'm doing is making a difference. Um, I know Linda and I were talking Amen about that, that. today. Um, I, I feel like, um, because I started listening to my angels, I have discovered my purpose for being here. 
And um, as we said earlier, I got out of my own way, and here I am. But I'm going to go see who is on the phone now. Um, Hello there. Hi. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. My name is Carla. What is your name? Uh, Carla. Carla. Where are you calling from? Yeah. I'm calling from New York. Uh, enjoying okay. the show, it's very very Thank nice, you. and enjoying listening to your guests, uh, their stories, very fascinating, and I believe in all of this. And um, I I believe that our angels can sort of talk to each other, like our guardian angels. I and you know I just believe mm. that, right? <laughs> um, so I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. So I was just wondering um, if if my angels can connect to your angels, if and and if you your angels can give any message for me, like is there any anything they'd like me to know? Well, I will tell you the impression I just got mm-hmm. was simply you are loved. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I guess I heard you. What was that, Linda? Sorry. I was, Mary is always so good on getting kind of fast impressions. I wondered if maybe she was in line with you there or something. Which Mary are you talking about? You. I'm sorry, perp. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my first impression was that, yes, the angels and uh, guides and spirit beings can uh, communicate with each other. Um, I think any message that might be in store right now would be uh, the validation that you are experiencing from listening to uh, our stories and the the feeling that, oh, my goodness, yes, there are other people who experience the same kind of things that – uh, you do, and it bears out once again the incredible connection that each human being has with each other is not just on the plane that we are experiencing in what uh, Carrie calls the suitcase of the soul, which is your human body, being a human. There's much more connection between humans than just any of our everyday Uh, talking with each other, experiencing each other on what we would call this particular reality that we experience while we're still in the human body. Uh, It's so much more of a connection and that we're all there for each other. And if we could just understand that, it would be a lot happier world. Right. Oh, yeah. I've always believed in that. Mary, GSS. Yes. I'd like to say to the caller, as far as uh, can our angels talk to other angels, I would say heck yes. I mean, you uh, you would laugh if you could hear me sometimes telling Andrew, uh, Andrew, uh, would you do me a favor, please, and go shake a knot in in so-and-so. They need a visit from you, Uh, which which generally means uh, another person in my life. But right. uh, why why wouldn't angels communicate? Absolutely. Yeah, no, and and Carla, you said Carla, yeah. Carla's your yeah. name, yeah. right, it's, Carla? Yes. Yes. If I if I were to say Andrew, please visit Carla's angel and 
and uh, say this for me or or let me know how Carla's doing or anything like that. I absolutely, yes, I say yes on that one, GSS. That's my vote. <laughs> oh, I, oh, yeah, no, I, agree. I believe that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think my question actually wasn't like, can they? I know they can, obviously. This, I, like you said, we're all connected and the spirit world is here for us to help us. So, um, sometimes I'm not always able to receive messages. So I was just wondering if, if your angels connect, connect, can connect with my angels and bring me a message. That was more my, um, impetus for calling in. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think GSS and FERP both did that, didn't they? That's great. Well, I will yeah. tell you this. Um, one of the stories in my first book was called um, Mary T. and Miss P. Because I had been getting a premonition, or I, I, I thought it was my imagination. This was many years ago. I was much, much younger. And I hadn't really started exploring the world of angels and and my own intuition very much but i kept thinking i need to call miss p a woman in church i need to call miss p and as soon as i would think that i'd dismiss it with but i don't know her and this went on for almost two weeks every single day sometimes two or three times a day call marge p and immediately i dismiss it with why i shouldn't because I didn't know her. Her kids were older than mine. She was older than me. We had nothing in common. What would I say? She'd think I was crazy, blah, 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 all these human things. And this was so long ago that it was in the days of long-distance phone calls. And a mutual friend of ours who had moved away called me from Wisconsin. And um, her name was also Mary, believe it or not. So she called me Mary Ann at the time. She said, Marianne, I need you to call Marge P. I'm like, you won't believe this. She said, yeah, I will. Uh, I said, I've been thinking about calling her for a couple of weeks now, but I would never call her because I don't know why. She said, do you need a why? When you get that thought that you need to call somebody, call them. That is God using your angels to give you a message that you need to do something. I said, well, why are you calling me? She said, because God told me you're too damn stubborn and hard-headed to listen to him. And I'm like, holy smokes. So I called her, and we had a very, very good friendship until she died. Many years later. So, Uh, yeah, I Pardon? Uh, This is Ani. I would like to ask Carla a question before we lose her. Okay. Carla, are you here? I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Uh, you said there are times when I don't get messages, and I wondered if you wondered if we had one for you. What do you think it is that prohibits you from, do you actually sit down quietly and calmly and, and kind of, you know, breathing and all that and say, okay, does your, does your angel have a name, by the way, that you know of? No. I have not been okay, given, well, given any name. No, I, I well, do. I, I do. I, Sorry. Yeah. You, I do you need to down. go. You just need to. I, I suggest that you go ahead and give your angel a name, and that it doesn't matter. And that way, you can talk to them more, mm-hmm. you know, more easily. And that's just a suggestion. Right. That's all. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. No, I talk to them all the time. Uh, sometimes there's Good. just, you know, a little bit of confusion, and uh, it's always nice to get some, some uh, divine insight and guidance. So, 
but yeah, we're connected for sure. But I just thought it would be fun yeah. to call in and see if your angels give me any any um, specific message. But I just felt well, it's don't worth be a, a bit surprised, Carla, if our angels give us a message thirty minutes from now or three weeks from now. Uh huh. And if that mm-hmm. happens. I'll if I hear about it if they if they come to me and tell me something and I know that it's for you, I'll have mm-hmm. another show and I'll call it the Carla Show. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'll put it out there. Um, I do want to say I, I want to say thank you for calling. We do have another caller thank and you. I want to get to that thank caller before. Oh, sure. you're very thank you. Well. Thanks, thank you. Fun talking to you, gals. Take care. All right. Bye bye. Thank you. Uh, Hello there. Who is on the line? Hi. What is your name? uh, Melissa Colorado, and I talked to you a few months ago. It was about angels, and and I, I, so right with you all about about the call. That's amazing because you you know what? I believe the angels is talking to you all right now because my question is kind of similar to what you were just saying earlier in the show, like, 20 minutes ago, uh, my uh-huh. question, please, ma'am, uh, is, uh, so the impact of the uh, hurricane is it's hitting the coast. I have a friend that is located in that area. I'd like to know if my friend, uh, Tamel, is he going to be okay? Uh, I know it's going to hit in the coast in North, North South Carolina. Uh, is he going to be okay? Is he going to be impacted? Is he going to still be alive? I'm concerned, but I'm, I'm putting the angels. Thank you. I might be the one to answer this question. Okay. I am very much, this is this is perp, uh, I am very much involved in following uh, anything weather and hurricane related because I am on the uh, east central part of Florida, kind of close to where Mary Brotherton lives. But I follow an, an amateur weather person whose name is Mike and on Facebook, and he's on lots of platforms, but on Facebook he has Mike's weather page. And he is an extremely knowledgeable, good old boy who is born and raised in Florida himself. But he has live broadcasts with a, every with a, day that with a, follow the hurricane uh, forecasts and that kind of thing. And he is very much in line with the hurricane models that right now show that this uh, Hurricane Lee, I believe that's the one you're referring to, who uh, that is headed towards right now. It looks like it's headed towards Florida, but it is also with high confidence shown that it will take a northern tack. Uh, right now, all of the models are showing that there would be a landfall happening more in the New England area rather than the Carolinas. Now, having said that, this is a storm that right now is already 500 miles wide, and it is designated as a Cat 4, Cat 5, which is close to between 160 and 100 miles per hour winds sustained. Uh, 
it is right now it is shown by the models that because of its size that the Carolinas will feel some tropical or low cat hurricane force winds. But right now it is not shown that it will be a landfall effect in the Carolinas. Just some uh, high winds and rains impact, but not the catastrophic uh, killing uh, strength of a Cat 5 in the Carolinas. I want to add to what you just said, Perp, because my husband also watches Mike's weather page, and he is avid. I mean, this when anytime there's a storm out there, that Mike's channel is on 24-7 just about for us. And it, he's very reliable. He's very yep. accurate. Yep. Um, he, he may be an amateur, and he's been teased and even a little bullied by professional meteorologist because of this. And he takes it all in stride. I, I just love it. Um, but when Melissa first asked, the answer that I got immediately was, that's in God's hands. There's nothing for you to be concerned with. Your worry will not change anything. Just let nature take her course and trust that your friend is safe spiritually more so than physically. And um, I agree, though, that there's probably very little to worry about other than a lot of rain and a little bit of wind, perhaps. Um, but it's too soon to tell. Right. But Mike has a lot of faith in, in the models, and he swears yes, by he the does. models. And the models are showing that um, – the impact will more likely be in New England or even Newfoundland than and Nova Scotia than too much of the eastern coast right now. And he always says that, you know, things can change. Uh, different. There are a lot of different uh, things that can come into play that could change the track or whatever. But right now there is very high confidence that this will turn away from the southeastern part of the United States for the most part. I, I totally agree with you because um, it's, you know, it's, it's an act of nature and there's very little that we can do. And, um, but I, I will also tell you this, there have been many, many, many hurricanes that have been prayed away you get enough exactly. people you get enough people in to steer a hurricane into it you know and and that's what we can do right now we can pray that this hurricane stays over the atlantic ocean where it will fizzle out and that way it does what it's meant to do it provides the rain and it picks up and moves things that it's supposed to move but it doesn't do any uh damage to people or property Exactly. Yes, I fully, I fully submit and and support the praying this thing away. Um, yes, I do too. We all need to do. I believe that that's one of the reasons that we have 
natural disasters and why some of our family members get very sick is so that it's to remind us there's something out there that's bigger than all of us together, but all of us together can influence the outcome. And that's why people have prayer circles and prayer warriors and you gather them all together and you start praying. Um, I've been praying like crazy for a young man who's 35 years old who's got cancer. Yeah. Um, He currently has, he's just been diagnosed with pneumonia in one of his lungs. Thankfully, it's just one of his lungs. Um, And I've had pneumonia. It's a painful, horrible situation. Um, And it's just really, it's devastating to watch his family because his mother is just beside herself with uh, agony over her son. And what else can she do? But uh, we all get together, we pray, and ra- uh, he rallies around. It doesn't take much prayer before she says, oh, my gosh, Garrett's doing so much better. Of course, there's the little um, miracle of modern medicine, antibiotics that help. And uh, I think as long as we maintain a positive um, perspective of prayer, we're going to – everybody will be fine. Um, in, in this hurricane, especially. So, Melissa, did you have any other questions? Um, yes. Thank you, ladies. You're so marvelous and so well knowledge. Because I'm sure other callers would want to talk about a hurricane. Uh, one more question: Do you see uh, my, him coming after the storm to visit visit I? For gathering. I'm sensing give it time. That's the only words I'm hearing is give it time. So um, my guess is he will come, possibly come visit, but not right away. A few months. Will you ask Spirit a few months? Or is it before the end of the year? There we go. Before the end of the year, maybe? Not getting anything on that one. Not, 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 I'm getting a, an absolute blank straight, like a black chalkboard almost. Oh, I get the feeling that he's he's not made that decision, which is why you've got that blank slate. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Would you ask? Are you able to talk to Michael? Like, is is Michael? I asked Michael to protect him. I asked him to walk Michael to protect him. Did he do that prayer? I told him because it works for me. Oh, absolutely. I'm connected to Michael. Did he do it? Um, I can do it. You can do it. We all can do it. Um, and and Michael's not the only. Michael's not the only one that you can ask about that because. Um, there are other angels out there that are, you know, really working with us as far as storms. Um, I have an angel named Andre who always comes to me whenever we're enduring a storm. And um, there's a, an angel named Raziel who loves to work. So if you want to talk to Raziel, he can help you with yeah. that. And um, 
There's another one called Barachiel. It has dominion over the lightning and storms. Yes. I can, I can, um, I, I talked to, yes. GSF? Yes. GSF, this is Ani. I have a, a point that I'd like to interject here, if that's okay. Okay. Um, I, this is, again, is just uh, me uh, expressing an opinion. I don't think that angels ever make us do anything against our will. In no, other words, not. if we, if we make a choice, Free will is everything. That that's absolutely everything. Um, if we make a choice, forbidden. they are forbidden. Yes, to interfere. yes. It, if we if we make a choice, they will not come and change us or change anybody to to fit our what what we're asking for. If it goes against the will of the other person, so uh, you know, there's the scripture in Hebrews I love says all angels are ministering spirits. Now, ministering spirits says to me that they're either coming with a message or they're coming to give you help to minister to you that you need something. And that, there again, is my interpretation. But well, um, my interpretation is spot on. Yeah, to know, yeah, to be able to know what other one other person is going to be doing Yes, you can get feelings, you can get uh, inspiration, but if that person makes a decision, I don't think the angels are going to go against his will. Well, not only that, at this point in time, uh, your friend might say, oh, yes, as soon as this storm's over, I'm going to go visit Melissa. But that person may change their mind. And so yes. any message the angels would get, that's why I'm getting this blank slate, because the angels know that your friend might change his mind at a, a future time, and it wouldn't do any good to tell me now. Surprise. The, the biggest key that you mentioned, though, Ani, is the free will. That is oh, so paramount to making sure that, um, we're all doing what we want because God gave us free will and there is not an angel, a devil, a demon, a porcupine, a pig, a puppy, a cat. It doesn't matter. There's nothing that can get in the way of our free will. And we can um, bend our will to someone else. And, and some of us have done that. Um, I've been in situations where I allowed other people to tell me what I needed or didn't need or whatever. Um, but until I started exerting my own free will, nothing changed. So when you start exerting your free will and making your choices based on what you think is best, that's when I think God is happiest. I mean, God, I believe that my angels and God loved me just as much before I printed my first book, as they do now, but now they're just excited that I've decided to get out of my own way, and I'm now working with other authors, which is living my life's purpose. And I had no idea that my life purpose could be so much fun. <laughs> and I think when you're living your purpose and you do find where you're supposed to be, it, oh, what a difference it makes in your life. Absolutely. I, I agree. But ladies, um, 
we are out of time and we're actually beyond time. Carla, I mean, Melissa, well, Carla too. Both Melissa and Carla, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. Perp and Ani, thank you both so much for coming and talking about your particular Andrew. And I'm going to answer the question that I posed earlier. I think your Andrews are two different Andrews. I don't think it's I agree. I, I don't think, think it's so the same that two women. Right. Our, yeah. our, <laughs> our Andrews are not the same Andrews. And I, I have felt that all along. Well, look how many Marys we've talked about on this show today. I know. <laughs> and it's I, a grand I, old name. Yeah, they're, they're, Mary is a very popular name. Yes, it is. There's no reason to believe that you're two Andrews, that you're sharing an angel. And there's nothing wrong with that. But like um, Melissa had asked, you know, can we talk to Michael? On, um, on her behalf, basically, you know, can we talk to an, our angel for her angel? And yes, the answer is absolutely we can. Um, and I have absolutely no problem doing that. It's just that one of the things that I want to do is teach people that they can in, reach out to their own angels. You don't need exactly. somebody else to do it. But in the meanwhile, we are here to help you. If you need help. And I'll be That's back right. next Friday at 11 o'clock and we'll start all over again. Yay. So. Thank you so much, Mary. Thanks, Thank Mayor Perp. I love being with you. Thank well, you. And same to both of you. And thank you for the opportunity to allow us to share. I I love that we, you know, to me, it was so cool to talk about two different angels named Andrew with two people that I love so much. And I have no problem inviting you to come back and we do this again. We can talk about angels, Andrew, or we can talk about Edith and Thomas and Frank and anybody else that we want to talk about. Um, we we have an interesting story about how we met too that we could talk about how Mary, how Perp and I met. Yeah, that'd be great. And I think another day, Ani, you and I need to talk about how the angels have played a part in reigniting our relationship. Absolutely. All right. We'll be back another day. So with that, I'm going to just press my button and say bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Go With Angels with Mary Brotherton. If you want to order a copy of Go With Angels, just reach out to mary at beunique.org for details. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. And be sure to tune in every Friday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time for more stories about angelic encounters. Follow Be Unique Radio on Blog Talk Radio so you don't miss a single episode.